Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hey everyone, welcome to My Millennial Money Express. I'm Glenn James, and if you are watching on the Glenn James YouTube, g'day, how are you? It's not the same as the M3 channel. Now, I love the internet, and I love all of you who listen and follow all our crap, and it's really good because the questions that people ask, uh, it's just stuff that I don't think of on a day-to-day basis and it's just they're just great talking points. So, we always value any comments, any questions, anything because we can just turn that into talking points basically. So, on a recent uh, Instagram post, we basically did a whole heap of things about, you know, what was your best money tip or something like that. And someone put, you know, no credit cards ever. And then someone wrote, why not a credit card? Using it as a debit card, paying it off at the end of each month in full, building a healthy credit score while also reaping the benefits that come with credit cards are great. Treat it like a debit card. I jumped in and said, most people can't control themselves. The building credit score with a credit card is also a myth. So, a couple of things there. You need to know that the only bloody reason that credit cards exists are for the benefits of the banks and the people who own the credit, basically. So, if you're a credit provider, you'd want everyone to have a credit card because on mass, on aggregate, uh, people spend more than what they earn, people spend more than what they should, and that leaves people paying interest, which means they get a profit. So, if you have a big pool of the population and 20% are really good and pay off their credit card, 80% of the population is bad and can't control themselves, on balance, you've got it at 20, 80, I don't know what the stats are, it's probably even more crazy, credit cards cost people money. So, I personally don't have one and This kind of episode, it's not really about the whole use a credit card or not. It's about using it to get your credit score up or to improve your credit score. So, it's basically a myth. Australia is heavily influenced by uh, the United States. And you've just got to understand, in the States, your credit score will dictate your car insurance, your bloody house insurance, maybe how much rent you pay, um, applying for obviously different loans. Uh, there are dating apps over there that have bloody, you know, you can show your credit score. So, it does actually affect people, but there are hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people that are living in America without a credit score and they're just getting by. Maybe you have to be a bit more intentional, but it's actually not the case in Australia. So, the conversation went on and someone jumped in 
said, the bank's websites all say it's a good to help on the way to get a home loan. So, yes, sometimes this is what happens. Like, one, you really don't want to get your financial advice from a banker because it's always going to be borrow money because they're a freaking bank and that's what banks do. They loan money and make money. So, if you want to get financial advice, you get it from somebody who isn't trying to gouge you. (laughs) basically. Um, Because if you're out there and you're a provider of credit and easy credit and payday lending and all that, on balance, you are trying to gouge people. It's as simple as that. Yes, not everyone gets screwed with interest, but most people do. Uh, But again, the episode isn't about that. So, basically, sometimes, and this is why you need to speak to a mortgage broker, sometimes there are strategies with different banks and lenders if you're already in the door as a customer, it might be easier to get a loan. So, for example, if you had a Commonwealth Bank credit card, it might be easier to get a Commonwealth Bank home loan because you're already in there as a customer. You've got a little bit of credit with them. But if you didn't have a freaking credit card, you'd still be able to get a mortgage. Like, that's the whole thing. And if you're thinking, oh, Glenn sounds like he's really against like consumer debt and credit cards and afterpay and all that, it's because I am. So, just putting my stake in the ground that I'm anti-consumer debt and it's not from a place of I'm better than anyone. It's just I've personally used it myself and I've personally been screwed and I've personally uh, spent too much and personally had my life as a mess. I've been through all that. I've got it out of my system. I now know that if I could turn back time, the Glenn of age 18, 19, 20, he wouldn't even dig around with any of that crap. Simple as that. Someone else jumped in and said, my strategy has always been using a credit card as a debit card, uh, squaring it off monthly uh, and using, you know, the offset account to clear it automatically. Sure, knock yourself out. You know, you can use any financial products however you like, uh, but I would just say if you are paying one cent of interest each month on a credit card, it actually means you can't afford it because it needs to be cleared. But then there's the argument even if you still have a credit card and it's getting cleared monthly, there's a chance you still would be overspending. Uh, If you Google Professor Robert Frank uh, and then credit cards, he did a heap of study out of, uh, I think it was Cornell University in the States. I've actually booked him to come on My Millennial Money and do uh, an episode about uh, the psychology and economics and all that stuff. But back to the whole myth. Yeah, so the, the other person, he said... Or she said, but I imagine having one responsibly used, uh, responsibly using a credit card creates a healthy repayment history. Uh, surely that wouldn't be a, a bad thing. So, and then someone else jumped in and said to me, you know, all that sounds great, but my regular bills aren't reported to the credit agencies unless I miss a payment. So, that's very true. Using a credit card to pay one bill every month in full took me from non-existent credit score to a 750 plus score in less than a year. So, I want to get to the point where, you know, this person said, I didn't have a credit score. I got a credit card. I made payments on it and I paid it off on time and my credit score increased to 750. So, number one, I don't think that matters that much. So, I think we need to unpack the whole credit score thing and the credit history and all that crap. So, number one, if you want any information about credit, 
you can check out creditsmart.org.au and they're an organization that just provide details about credit scores and how it works. But I'm going to tell you uh, the brief overview right now. So, in Australia, there is not one credit score. Okay. So, when people say, I'm increasing my credit score, it needs to be good so I can get a loan or I can do this or do that. So, we need to know, number one, in Australia, if you go and want to rent a place, they're not going to ask you for your credit score. They may do some checks, uh, but the actual credit score, it really doesn't mean anything. We know in Australia, uh, your health insurance or your car insurance or your house insurance or your life insurance, any of the day-to-day crap that we need in Australia, none of those companies look at your credit score. So, not an issue. So, None of these companies look at your quote-unquote credit score. There's not one credit score agency like creditscore.gov.au. Like, it's not this national blanket thing. How it works in Australia, uh, there's three credit bureaus uh, in Australia. And the first one is uh, Experian. The second one is Equifax. And the third one is Illion. So, these are three different companies uh, that basically get your information from public sources and public registers and basically what happens is when you go to a bank for a home loan or when you go and get a new phone contract, the banks or the lenders or the phone contract people, they will run, usually the banks might run a report on all three agencies So, they'll get a report, you know, Glenn James from Experian, Glenn James from Equifax, Glenn James from Illion. And now, each of these companies will have their own score and their own metrics. So, then the banks will, they'll basically do, they'll profile you based on the data they've received, right? So, there's not one national credit bureau that the government owns that everyone gets their bloody credit score from. There's three different agencies that, make up their own algorithm to give you a score. And like anything, the more the better, right? So, I said on the Instagram post, I'm a personal finance commentator. I run these bloody personal finance podcasts. I live in this shat all day long. I One, I don't have a credit card. And two, I have no freaking idea what my credit score is because it means nothing. In Australia, at the moment, if I want to go and get a loan, the best thing that I can do is pay my bills on time so there's no negative dings on my credit. So, if I didn't pay Telstra my phone bill and it went to arrears, they would then contact Ileon, Experian or Equifax, whoever they use and report me as not paying, then that's an issue. But the fact that I pay my bills on time, there's no negative things. The fact that I haven't got a credit card and paying it on time, if, you pro- if the rest of your profile is fine, it's a it's a moot point in my view. So, I live in the personal finance world. I'm all over this chat and I have no idea what my credit score is and I don't give a crap. So, what does that mean going back to the whole credit card thing? It means that we can't believe a myth. We can't believe something that's not even relevant like an American system And it's a myth that's swept through society. And the banks will want to tell you that you need a credit card to keep your credit score high. 
They will want to tell you that because they're a freaking bank and they want you to get debt and they want you to pay interest on it. That's their business model. It's wild, right? It's amazing, crazy. So I've I've got mortgage debt. That's the only debt I've got. And I've never had a problem getting mortgage debt because I've got a bloody income, I've got bloody savings and I pay my bills on time. That's the holy trinity of the credit system in my view. Again, my comments are worth what you paid for them, but I just really want to encourage you, don't drink the freaking Kool-Aid to say that you need this to do that when it's not true. Okay, see ya. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits and pay respect to their elders past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorised representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services licence 451289. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 